All right, guys, welcome to episode four of the Self-Love Effect podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Toppings. And again, thank you for your constant love and support. Now we're going to dive right in like we normally do, but I want to introduce you to my very special guest this week. I'm going to read off her mantra first. It says, on a mission to lose weight all natural, it's been a lifelong battle, but through CrossFit and proper nutrition, I am defeating the odds. Now, I met her through the CrossFit gym or box, you could say, that I was going to, and she's just this breath of fresh air, and she really is like, there's no excuse. Like, we have no excuse. As human beings, whatever we set our mind to, we have the potential to accomplish with discipline and ultimately just believing and loving ourselves. So I was about to say her name, but she has suffered from obesity, arthritis, high blood pressure. She's pre-diabetic, lung disease, sciatic issues, and she has asthma. So, I mean, there is nothing this woman allows to stop her. So with me today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Mandy Munoz. So welcome to the Self-Love Effect, Mandy. I am so happy to have you here, and I am so ready for you to share your journey, your self-love journey with so many others, because I believe, I truly believe in the bottom of my heart, I'm going to start crying, but that you have the ability to change so many lives. You've impacted mine in more ways than you know. Um, So go ahead. Share your story. (laughs) Well, I'm very honored to be here, Des, to be honest. It's been a lifelong battle. And last year, I was the first time I've ever done CrossFit. I would never even think of stepping foot in CrossFit. I was referred there to someone from Nutrishop. So I walked in just to check it out. And I said, I'm here just to get info. And Brandy met me at the door and she said, what kind of info? I said, well, I'm on a journey. I started at 410 pounds, but now I'm plateauing. And she said, okay, well, jump on in. And I looked at her like, no way. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm going to go to Planet Fitness and get on my treadmill for 30 minutes and I'll be fine. She's like, get on in. Ever since then, my life has been changed by everyone there. So it is a battle. And every day I do hurt and I just keep getting pushed by everyone that pushes me. I love that. It's like one big family there, but you know, you, you're such a large part of that. I feel like that core foundation that she has established there, but I also want you to share, cause I know all our stories go back as far as when we're kids, but I want you to give us a little bit of light in how it was growing up and, you know, you know, suffering from, you know, you kind of mentioned that you know, being overweight wasn't really, you didn't see it out of the ordinary because a lot of your family members were, um, they all looked like each other, right? It it was okay. I know for like a frame of reference, like, you know, I I can totally relate to that. Um, That's why Kim and I always say, you know, we have to work a little harder because it's not in our genetics to be slender. But anyway, um, so I want you to share with us, like, when did it all start for you? You had mentioned bullying. So I want you to share your journey, like, your whole story. You're as much in depth as you're comfortable with sharing. But, you know, when did it all start? Like, I've always been bigger than the normal children in school. And I started softball when I was five years old. I played sports my entire life and all the way to two years in high in college. 
And I was very athletic. I was a starting catcher. I lettered all four years. And I thought that that would give me some type of rep, like, oh, wow, she's athletic. But I still got teased. I was mentioned in a newspaper when we won CIF for helping to win. And I still got the, hey, good job, Big Mac. Hey, good job, two ton. Hey, good job, wide load. And even though I laughed it off because these are just a bunch of boys being boys, I laughed it off, but it hurt. It hurt deep in my core because I'm thinking, I just did something amazing, and yet you still find a way to bully me. Yeah. And it's not like I could tell my family because my family more is like, Miha, you're beautiful. Don't even worry about what they say. And then I would say, yeah, you're right. But inside, it did hurt. It continued to always hurt. So I've never had good self-esteem. You're okay. Sorry. It's been a, a journey that I had to learn to love myself. And now my husband puts in my mind every day, you're badass, you're badass. And I've learned that I am badass. Because with all my medical conditions, every day I get my ass up and I get to that box. Even when it hurts, even when my knees don't even want to walk, I get there and I show up. And so I just continue to fight the good fight because I don't want to die of obesity. I have my reasons why. And it's my two grandbabies. I don't want to sit there and just watch them play. I want to play with them. We're over here, <laughs> Chionas. But you know, we we see you. I I've had you know the honor of working out by you, and you know whether it's burpees. But it, it's it always amazed me that you never stop. Like you find way. She'll you know Brandy will modify for you. You'll modify for yourself, but you never stop. If that clock is still running, you're con. You're you keep going. You believe in yourself so much that it radiates and everyone around. I feel like when they're in that class with you believes in themselves that much. You've have this this dominant power over you that I don't even know if sometimes you realize it. But um, I want you to share with us what was that turning point for you when you said enough is enough. You know, I know your grandbabies are a huge part of your why, but I'm going to start loving myself regardless of how I look right now. I'm going to accept my body because hating it is not going to, you know, hating your body is not going to make you love your body. So when was that? When was that turning? Do you remember like that exact moment when you're like, okay, this is it. Like, I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to do this for my grandbabies. But at the end of the day, I need to learn how to love myself because you know, years of suffering from bullying and um, health issues, like it's time for change. I think it's when I went to the doctors and he had to weigh me on the wheelchair scale. And I've never told anyone this, no one, not even my husband or my parents. And he had to weigh me on the wheelchair scale and people were just looking. But when it said 410, it wasn't on a little monitor. It was like on a TV size monitor and I was embarrassed. I didn't want to look at anyone, but then I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? It's getting higher and higher. I used to say, I'm not going past 300. I'm not going past 340. Okay. I won't go past 360. 
but 410 pounds, everything hurt, everything. I couldn't walk. I would go to the restroom and be full of sweat and out of breath. And I would have to sit there longer than normal just so I could catch my breath to be able to walk back to where I was going. And I decided to get a Fitbit and say, okay, I'm going to walk. But I couldn't walk 10, 15 steps without hurting. So my Fitbit said I walked 68 steps in one day. And now my goal is to get 10,000 steps in a day. But I remember back then how it felt. And although I fall many times since last year when I started, yeah, I do fall. I do get off, but I'm not going to quit. I can't. I want to see 200s. I don't want to die of obesity. I don't want to have to take insulin shots because of what I'm doing. So I reach out for help. I ask questions. Hey, what should I be eating? What should I, how much water should I be drinking? And it's helped a lot. And I think I'm starting to really love myself. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I listen to Des's podcast <laughs> and her very first one, she said, make sure you look in the mirror and tell yourself that you, that you're beautiful. I love you. You're doing great. You're doing amazing. You got this. And so I do. But the first time I did it, I was like, <laughs> Des is over here having me look like a crackhead. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, Hey, I love you. And I just busted up laughing because I felt like a weirdo. And then now I do it and it's always in the morning because I got to check my blood sugar, my oxygen level, my blood pressure, and I'm getting dressed for CrossFit. And I tell myself every morning, you're such a badass. And then I I still giggle because it's funny, but it's transformed me into someone else. Like I haven't gone this strong in my entire life, let alone being just at fight for it. I go in there and I'm able to ride the bike. Yeah. I got on the bike and awesome. I could do, you know, the step ups now. And I'm just like, who the heck is this girl? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm that badass that woke up this morning and fought through all my medical conditions. I'm that badass at showing up. And I take that to heart. And no, I'm not a crackhead anymore. I just look in the mirror and just <laughs> tell myself, I love you. You've got this. You're a badass. And sometimes, yeah, my knees hurt. They're bone on bone. But I still say, you got this. Because I know the lighter I get, the better I'm going to feel. I love that. Yeah, you're not a crackhead. Don't worry. I'm not either. Not anymore. <laughs> when I would look at myself in the mirror. But on that note, I want to pause. And, you know, last week I started with this in the very beginning. But. Every week, it'll be at different times. So for those of you listening, I want you to close your eyes and repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am amazing. And I am enough. Always. And you guys, I want you to believe that in your heart. I want you to have admiration for yourself, love for yourself. I want you to be all the things that you are capable of being in this life, like believe in yourself. The worst thing you can do is, you know, like I said last week, 20 years from now, have regret that, you know, you lacked love and belief in yourself. So we'll jump right back into our conversation. But um, as far as self-love and healing, what has been 
something that stood out from you with your healing? Like what has worked for you that maybe someone hasn't tried before? Because I know you say the mirror rule, but what other things? And I know you personally have um, your woman of faith. So I want you just to be completely you know, open if you're comfortable with talking about what has helped you. So hopefully maybe it'll help somebody else. Well, like you said, I am a woman of faith. I actually prayed and I asked God, I said, God, I want this. I want this so bad, but I need your help because I feel all my life. I can't do this on my own. So I basically put it in God's hands and said, God, I need to be healthy for myself, for my family. I don't want to die young of obesity. I want to live. I want to, there's so many things I want to do. I want to bungee jump. <laughs> I want to awesome. skydive. I want to do things like that without my weight hindering me. Many times I get invited to barbecues and birthdays. I might be putting myself out there right now, but I don't go because I'm always nervous. Are they going to have those little white plastic chairs? Am I going to have somewhere to sit? Am I going to be in the sun? And when I walk, well, I used to, not anymore now. When I walk, I would sweat like really bad. And now I notice I don't sweat like as soon as I walk. But now I'm not scared to go places. Before it's like, okay, are the seats going to be big enough? And are, you know, am I going to be comfortable? Is it going to be a lot of walking? How far am I going to have to walk? All those questions would play in mind like, no, I'll just stay home. And that was, that was my comfort zone. I'll stay home where I'm comfortable and people don't look at me because even family, they could say jokes too. Like I have an uncle who I know he wants to be the funny guy, but if I serve myself a big plate, he would be like, dang, Mandy, you going to save some for the rest of us? And when it's loud, it's like, that's why I think I love myself so much now because people put us down where we got to build ourselves up, especially when it's family. They might just be joking, like the nickname Gorda. I know that's my nickname for some family members, but it's like, we got to realize the impact we're making on people's lives. So with my grandbabies, it's constantly like, Oliana, you're so beautiful. Emmy, wow, you're so fast. It's not, you know, oh, look at, you know, don't tell them things about themselves because then they're going to realize, wait, do I have big thighs or do I have a big butt or, you know, so we got to lift ourselves up because other people aren't going to do it for us. Right. I love that. Yeah, we have to do it for ourselves. We have to pick up, you know, pick up the pieces sometimes and just put ourselves back together. And that's funny because I feel like. I was telling, I talked to my mom about this too. I had an uncle or my Theo, he's still alive, but my Theo would always, and I clearly remember when he would get really mad and we were in a 99 cent store one day and he's like, well, yeah, you're fat. And you know, here you, here you have a 20 year old, whatever, how old he was at the time. And here I am six and I, you know, that's, was just adding to the complex issues that I would later have in life. And it was like, okay. I'm fat. I'm ugly. Um, and so we're constantly told these things. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, by family members and it hurts, but by family, especially like you believe that stuff because you're like, OK, what's well, my family? Like they wouldn't lie to me. Right. So, yeah, Gorda and, you know, all these names like they were not helping you. They were like they were becoming negative beliefs. And that's why the system is so hard to crack, because our negative beliefs become a fundamental part of law, our law, our own personal law. So we have these laws that we create in our mind and we talk about the subconscious and conscious a lot, but, um, you know, so th there are these 
this belief system that we're just like, okay, well, they so-and-so told me, so it has to be true. You know, the boy called me Big Mac, so I I, I must be that, that I'm fat. Like, you know, and, and what it really does, it's just it's toxic. And, you know, when that enters our mind, it's like it fires these neurons where it's like now all we could think about is this is how we look. And, well, we don't deserve better. We'll never be better. We're just, you know, we consume ourselves in self-loathing. Um, so, I, you know, it, it, I wish as kids we can all go back in time and tell our younger selves it'll be okay, you know. And I'll, and I, I feel like it's important for us, you know, everyday people to share our voice and our stories because the youth of today, you know, maybe we can help them. They're exposed to so much that maybe just a little bit of hearing our story, we have the ability to change, you know, their mindset or help them from whether it's eating disorders, suicides, um, you know, being obsessed with working out or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But um, now that I, I start to ramble all the time, but um, I just want you to keep sharing, you know, I, like what are some things that you do right now that are based upon like your self-love like what are do you take some time to journal is there something you might listen to that's like you know a book you might be reading at the moment but or maybe something that you made up for yourself right now right now the things that I feel good about is that I got a cricket machine so I just do little cricket things just for our home and it relaxes me. I listen to podcasts while I'm doing that. And then I also, I'm an avid reader. I love reading. So right now I'm reading a book called A Woman That Prays. And then I read my word, of course. And it just relaxes me because I've also dealt with a lot of anxiety issues where I'm an overthinker. So I find the, I forgot what it, the weeding of cricket. So yes. I find it very relaxing <laughs> and I look for things just to weed, like just a, I love it. I love a lot of the Mandela, I think it's called, where you have a lot of weeding to do. It relaxes me and I just sit there. I've also, now that I'm, I'm down weight, I could actually take a bubble bath and get up and down in the bubble bath. We have a normal size bathtub. So I find taking bubble baths is so soothing and relaxing. I've also learned to do yoga at home by myself. So I've been stretching more. And I think that's really helping with my mobility when working out also. And it's really soothing just to lay there in, you know, prolonged stretch positions. And so far, that's been working really well for me just to get in the zone. Stretching. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny. I'll do. I love street parking maintenance, but. Sometimes I'll be like, not today. Maybe I've never been one to stretch. Not even when I played sports. I'm just like, oh, I, I could skip the stretching. I'll go for a run. Um, so I, but yeah, I mean, it's just fascinating to me that you're constantly, you know, with the whole stretching thing. Like before, I'm sure you stretching was not even something that you would even think of. Never. But you're beating the odds, not just monthly or yearly it's on a daily basis that you're putting yourself out there and you're saying hey like this is 
This is who I am. This is where I want to be. I love my body. Um, and there's no stopping. So my next question to you is what would you, if you could travel back in time, what would you tell high school you, the girl that's being bullied, the girl that's being Big Mac. And I want you to honestly, it would be like you're writing to a letter or you're talking to her right now. She's right in front of you. What would you tell her? I would tell myself to be more bold and tell people, hey, that's disrespectful. Do not talk to me like that. And I've actually, I look at my high school pictures and I'm like, damn girl, you were a hottie. <laughs> so I realized people's words had a big impact on me. And I think I, I should have stuck up for myself more. Like just looked them dead in the eye, said, hey, don't talk to me like that. That's disrespectful. Probably back then, the way I was, you know, so athletic, I should have just punched them. But I know <laughs> violence isn't the answer. But I think that would have probably shut them down. And it would be my mom's best advice with just saying, just knock them out. They'll shut up real fast. So I think I would tell myself, you know what? You're beautiful. You're an amazing softball player, which, you know, everyone back then knew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I think I would tell myself, be bold, stand up for yourself and have faith in yourself. Don't let anyone put you down because God created you and he created you in his own image. So you are worth somebody. And if you could do the mirror rule at that point in time, what would you tell your body if you're standing right there? <laughs> I would still look in the mirror and say, you are a badass. <laughs> get out there. Go get them. Don't just, you know, just cease the day. We it's we're living day by day. We're not promised tomorrow. And I think that's why. I just get up. I don't give myself any excuse anymore. Like, oh, what well, can I text Brandy? Can I text her that, you know, I don't feel good or, you know, <laughs> my knees hurt or my back hurts. I don't hesitate now. I get up. I do my morning rituals, which is like, you know, I got to check my blood sugar, blood pressure and all that. And then I just start immediately getting dressed. Like there's not even an inkling in my mind about not going. So I think just get up and go is mainly my advice lately i think after last year hopefully we all come to this conclusion that we're not promised forever you know now is the time to change our ways if we've been thinking of changing now is the time to do it you know whether it's like with your health or being closer to family or you know believing in yourself so I mean, really, we're all taking it day by day because we don't know. You could be the healthiest person and you're not promised tomorrow. But my next question is, actually, I'm going to save them for last. I want you to share some fun facts. Um, I didn't get to do this last time with Lexi, but I want you to share at least three fun facts that no one knows or people couldn't know too, but we all know you CrossFit. We all know you've suffered before um, from obviously you didn't have any type of foundation for your self-love journey, but now you're on this journey um, and you believe in yourself. So share some things that the listeners don't know about you. Um, I mentioned earlier, I love to read and I love the ocean. To me, the ocean is my peace. We would go there and just listen to the waves. Like if you listen, there's music in those waves. So I really love the beach. 
And I tend to think I'm a grizzly bear. So I have bear tattoos. My house, I'm trying to turn into a cabin with bears. Um, I'm looking to get a new tattoo soon. That's one of my Valentine's gifts from my husband. And my husband's a polar bear. So I'm a grizzly. He's a polar. So that's one thing. And my husband is my 12-year-old crush. And he left my life and, you know, he had his own life. I had my own life and he came back mm, about six years ago, I want to say. And I had no idea he was going to be the one, but he was always my crush. And when he came back and messaged me, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what do I do? Because he was like, hey, do you remember me? And I was like, of course, but I didn't type this part. You were the one I was supposed to marry a long time ago. (laughs) So... My husband's been a big impact on my journey as well. And he's the one that's actually helped me to learn how to love myself. No matter what I say, oh, I don't like my cheeks. Well, I think they're beautiful. Oh, but my stomach, babe, you're beautiful. Like he's constantly telling me you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. And I planned on getting the gastric bypass. I don't know if Des knew that. Um, I went through all my classes and then I chickened out when I had to do the one last test where they put something down your throat and I didn't finish it. And then I signed up again a second time. And then I met Brandy and she's like, give me a year. So my husband was like, I back you no matter what you want to do, but I think you're beautiful and I don't think you need it. And now I will not have that gastric bypass, but that's a big thing that my husband was my first crush. beautiful i met mine with a red bloody coat so not so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) it was kind of like dexter um no i did not know that about you that's but for you to not just back out but say i'm going to do this on my own and see how far it takes me and now you're here and now you're here sitting right next to me and it's funny because i was like mandy like I need you on the podcast, one, because you're so real, you're raw, but two, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that suffer from obesity and health issues, but they are so scared to talk. They are embarrassed. They feel like they don't have a voice because they did it to themselves. But in reality, like, yes, genetics plays a big part, but sometimes we're just not guided, like we're not or inspired or it until later on in whether it's adulthood or our 20s or whatever until we come to a certain point where it's like this is enough like we have to find that for ourselves our parents can give us all that advice in the world but it goes through one ear and out the other let's be honest I mean I'm one that yes I love my parents to death and they've always been there for me but as I got older like their advice would go in through (laughs) one ear and out the other and now I got to a certain point where I was like mom, dad, like, thank you so much for everything. Like everything you told me, yeah, you were right. But I just needed to learn it on my own. Right. But I'm you, the the fact that you're taking life by the horns and just, you know, I feel like your story has so much um, vulnerability too, because every day you put yourself out there, like the fact that you got sick last year. And that was a big one for me when you got sick, um, with the virus, you then, you know, you were really ill. You spent days in the hospital. And then out of nowhere, it was like, I'm going to go back and work out. 
when I feel like some people at that point would have been like, depending on their mindset would have been like, no, this is it. Like, I I just can't push through. And you have this like inability to give up on yourself. And you're, you're just like, no, like I am not, this is, it's not over. It's not over until I say it's over. So, I mean, just to have that strength. Um, you weren't there when I went back to the box, but I actually showed up with my oxygen tank in tow (laughs) because the doctor said you could work out. I don't want your heart rate over. It was 120. And I'm like, doc, I'm at 130 just putting my shoes on. So what do you mean I can't go over 120? So he upped it to 130. And with my oxygen tank, Randy modified everything. And then especially with my lung disease, my lungs are always inflamed. And he even told me, do not start go- stop going to, f-. he calls it fit, fit instead of CrossFit. <laughs> But he said, it's the best thing that's happened to me. And he said, keep going. And I was there with my oxygen all the time. And I hated it. And yeah, everyone would look like, what's wrong with Mandy? Why did she have oxygen? But now I'm not on oxygen, not even to sleep anymore. And then also a big exciting news is, although I still use my CPAP, I had 95 instances in one hour and I'm down to 0.01 in one hour. So my health is improving all around. And I think that it's just motivating me. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And it's not the number on the scale. I used to be addicted to the scale. Like it's going down one, it's going up one, it's going down one. Now I get on it because I have to monitor it with, especially with my water intake as well, because I take a water pill. But now I'm just excited because I'm like, even if it goes up a pound or two, I'm not worried about it because I know my nutrition is on track. I'm drinking my water. I'm working out. And my starting weight was 410. And today I weighed in at 325.4. So I'm ecstatic. I want to be in the 200s. I will be wearing my sports bra to work out, whether anyone likes it or not. Wear the (laughs) damn bra. Wear the damn bra and shorts. (laughs) That's awesome. Congratulations, Mandy. I'm so proud of you. Like I I know I can say it over and over again and I can write it in in the little letter, but I am. I am. It's amazing to see when someone has has overcome so much and yet is willing to put so much sacrifice and energy into themselves because they are absolutely determined and disciplined to see what the outcome will be and how, you know, and every day, you know, the little small improvements, those are major. Those are huge, especially if you've never had them. So even small victories are really in the end, big victories. And I know I was talking to you before we started, you know, we were kind of chatting and, you know, fitness might not be for everybody, you know, for, for some people, it's just not their thing. But I feel like in the grand scheme of things, um, it's been a part, a large part of my recovery, but in like, if we really look at it, our mental health, you know, plays a large part in the whole thing, but also mental health goes hand in hand with your overall health, like your internal, like what you're eating, your nutrition. So yeah, fitness is beneficial. And I feel like someone like you can absolutely stand behind this and say, yeah, like fitness is helping me uh, and and has helped me not just like, you know, with your overall health, but your like your self-love journey, your self-healing. And now you're better. And overall, yeah, your outer appearance is changing, but it's your inner appearance. You know oh, what wow. you feel 
that has come a long, long way. And like, just to take that all in, it's like, it's such a beautiful story because you, I'm I'm sure at times where you didn't even want to look in the mirror and now you stand before and you're like, holy crap. Like, this is amazing. Like, this is me. This is body, you know, God created me in. And yet I suffered for a long time. Now I'm here. And now I'm on the road to making TikToks and trying to inspire people. Yes, I will give you her TikTok um, name, you know, at the very end with her IG. So you guys can give her a follow. But, you know, I just feel like if anyone is listening, don't give up on yourself. You know, and that's the question I really want to ask you is what advice would you give someone suffering with obesity or, you know, health conditions in general and who has just given up on themselves wholeheartedly? They're just like, nope, it's never going to get better. I'm over it. Um, There's no point in trying anymore. This is it. I would just say keep believing in yourself. Keep fighting for yourself. Because, yeah, at 410 pounds, it it did hurt. And I'm like, I'm never going to make it. I remember walking in just Planet Fitness. I lasted five minutes on the treadmill and I cried because it hurt so bad. And that five minutes I cried and I was like, everyone's looking at me. I'm never going back. But just believe in yourself and just day by day. You only could go day by day. And I feel like God sent me to fight for CrossFit because I realize I'm fighting to save my life right now. So I think once you hit rock bottom and you're on your deathbed is when you're like, wait, I don't want it to get this extreme. So I'm fighting to save my life. I'm fighting to beat obesity. I'm fighting to break the generational curses. All my family is big and it was just normal for me. So every day I got to say, okay, I'm fighting for, you know, to be able to breathe better. I'm sleeping better. And little by little, all these little changes, just keep reminding yourself of them the day you want. Okay, I don't, I just want to quit. Remind yourself, okay, how do I feel? I'm feeling better. I could wear smaller clothes. I could breathe better. I could sit better. I could move the seat back because I would have to move the seat all the way back. But now I can move it back to a normal where the seat goes. And just the seatbelt fits me without the seatbelt extender. I could put my shoes on and I don't have to call my boys like Isaiah, get me water. Jordan, could you grab this? Isaiah, can you grab that? And there's so many big changes. So just notice all the little changes, not just what the scale says. Notice all the little changes and just have faith that you can do it. You can get past that hill. I never thought I was going to get under 400. And so just keep fighting and fight for yourself. Don't do it for your husband, your best friend. You can't even do it for your kids. I know my reason why is my grandkids, but my main reason is myself. I got to fight for myself before I could be anything to anyone. So just remember that. Fight for yourself. Yeah, that's that's a hard one. I feel like a lot of people, they'll start something and it's because they have to have um, their why has to be something out of the ordinary. Like, oh, this is why I'm doing it to fit inside this, this like black dress or whatever, or yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, they're just like, but do it for you. Like, how good does that feel when you accomplish something for yourself? You know, when you graduate, let's say if you graduate with a higher education, like how good did that feel for yourself? 
The same thing with your health. If you're getting better for yourself, how does that feel? Like that is beautiful. Whatever we do in life, like, you know, when it comes to us, like doing it for you is going to get you to your ultimate goal. And I feel like you constantly show up and you do it for you. And I could see it because the way you smile, the way you walk, the way you present yourself, like you're just always so smiley. Like (laughs) you are just like, oh yeah, like nothing can break you. And that is a beautiful sight to see because I feel like lots of times, you know, I've ha- I have people in the family too that suffer from obesity and there's been lots of times where they just like give up. That's it. Like, and oh, the one thing I hate is like, oh, well, there has to be some overnight success. Like, first of all, there shouldn't be a deadline or some limit. Like we're all in this life to like, yes, we're all in this life together, but each of our journey is different. But whatever you start, don't put a deadline on it either because then you're setting yourself up for failure. I feel like that's when we, you know, backtrack and then we fall off the wagon and then we'll go a few years and then we start off worse than we started. Like we're constantly putting this limitations on our life when every day is a blessing every day. We're not promised. So if we just show up for us and love ourselves wholeheartedly and knowing that we are worthy and we deserve it, then I feel like we're just better humans in general. Um, but is there anything else you wanted to share with us? I know you were saying, um, you had mentioned that, you know, back in high school, it wasn't just the kids, but it was even references that your softball coach had made. And, you know, that for someone at high school, I feel like we're an adolescence and puberty hits and we already can't control. And that was the funny thing in psychology, I, adolescent psychology, I didn't understand until I took the course in college that when you're an adolescent, you cannot control everything your mind is, is, is firing. So it's like you're trying to, it's like you're swimming. It's like being shoved into the lake and you don't know how to swim and you're trying to grasp for, grasp, grasp for air, however you say that. But you know, looking back, I'm like, man, and now hopefully I use my own advice when my kids become adolescents. But um, it's like if we if only if we were already going through such the hardest point of our lives when you're an adolescent, you're trying to figure out life and figure out what you like and what you don't like. And you're trying to fit in and then you don't fit in. And you, you're a, a lot of us are have been through bullying but or body shaming. And I feel like that's a big one, like the whole body shaming thing. Like it, it has not stopped and you see it throughout the years, but it was not just the kids, the boys at school who you said later on, you know, just became like, you know, yeah, what's up? Like, they're like, not like best friends, but like just, you know, what's homies? Like, I don't know, like whatever the term is, but, um, acquaintances, but you had said something about your coach, but I'll let you tell the story. Cause that's a hard one. Yeah. A bunch of the softball girls, they wanted to pick, you know, we picked our uniform every year and they all wanted this certain pair of shorts. And my coach was like, okay, guys. And he's talking to 12, you know, teenage girls. Okay, everyone, you know, I checked into those shorts. We're not going to be able to do it this year because they don't come in Mandy's size. And they all just were like, oh man, oh man, that sucks. That sucks. I felt so little, like I felt like embarrassed, but I was like, oh, sorry guys. But it's like, 
he could have just said, hey, we're not able to get it. But so I think even now we should be real mindful how we speak and make sure we're not calling our babies or little ones like, oh, come here, chubs, or even stuff like that, because it's going to stick with them. It might be innocent. It really might be innocent. But it's not like it's not cool to do that because it stays with them. It stayed with me all my life. I've oh, I'm fat. I'm fat. You know, even to the point where at one job, my nickname was Big Mama. And it's like, yeah, I laugh because it's kind of at that point where I laugh with them or put yourself down before they put you down. So I would tend to do the fat jokes and it's kind of, you know, I'll make fun of myself before anyone can do it. So that was pretty hard on me. And another thing I wanted to mention was about the excuse of not being able to join a gym or a CrossFit. And I sat down when I found out how much it was going to cost, even at a regular gym. And if you think about how much we spend on Starbucks or fast food, (laughs) we could afford that gym payment. And no matter how much it costs, this is for our health. And we're spending that on meds. When I first started, I was on 10 meds. Right now I'm on three. So we got to think of those co-pays as well. And I sat down the, the month I actually started CrossFit, I sat down and calculated how much I spent at Starbucks because I worked on the hill. So I would have Starbucks in the morning with a muffin. And then I would have like a salad for lunch or even Subway and say, okay, well, that was healthy. And then I would have Starbucks to go home. And God honest truth, I had spent 300 and it was like 320 or 340 <sighs> on Starbucks alone. And I was embarrassed. But now, I'll tell anyone because that's part of my testimony. We can afford that CrossFit membership. We can afford that gym membership. Stop making excuses. Oh, I only go to Starbucks twice a week. Okay, well, that's a good 15 bucks if you're getting a snack. So don't make the excuses of you can't afford it because the way I look at it, we could afford brand new shoes, the brand new bag. We could probably get a barbell with as much fast food as we buy. So don't (laughs) let that be your excuse. Oh, I love that. That That's for sure true. And we talk about that a lot too. My husband and I, he's like, well, you know, if we stop spending money like on Starbucks, we can get like the Echo Bike or whatever it is, you know, just throwing it out as an example. But it's true. We spend, we're okay with spending this and this and this. But when it comes to trying to be better or we're just like, oh, whether it's counseling or working out or, you know, um, finding a new path of light that's going to actually shed light in our life. We're like, no, maybe next time. Like we use this excuse rather than just diving in and saying, Hey, like, yeah, we have to make the changes, but there should be no excuse. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to change your life. Cause you know, um, I, I see the hard work that you put in. So it's not like this overnight success. It's Mm -hmm. like every day you have to show up every day you're committing to changing your life. So, you know, if you're out there and you're suffering, like, I hope this is Mandy's journey. Okay. This is what's worked for her. This is, you know, what she's been through, what she's gone through. Um, so hopefully you know that you're not alone. Like this is not just, you know, and that's what I was saying. Like we're, my whole purpose of this is to have people Everyday people share their story in light to know that none of us are alone. We're all suffering from something. We all have suffered through something. But if we can share each other's stories, 
I think we can truly impact each other's lives. And, you know, I feel like there's obesity is big in the United States. You know, it's not just something rare and like out of the blue. Like, hopefully if you're listening and if you are struggling, hopefully you find some comfort in knowing that, you know, if Mandy can do it, you could do it. Like you have, like she tells herself all the time, she's a badass. You have to start believing you're a badass. Um, but I feel like your, your testimony is so big because, you know, there's so many times where I'm sure you wanted to give up and now you're here. Yeah. And the pain gets to, the pain does get where I'm like, I just, I can't go today. But then I still go and I just tell Brandy, Hey, my knee's really bothering me. And she'll modify it. And then I end up sweating just as much as I would on any other day. So I just, my journey, the reason I started being more vulnerable and putting my stuff on Instagram, even posting a picture of where I was in my chonies and bra, it's because I want to inspire other big people, not just big people, but even people that have health conditions. I want to let them know if you're over 400, if you're over 300, there is hope. So I just want to keep putting my story out there to show them, just keep fighting. You can do this. You can. If you're a local, I will go walk with you. I will go every step of the way with you. I've invited so many people to go work out with me, but I tell them, you got to put in the work and then I'll help you. I will. I'll teach you what I've learned, even with nutrition. I'll help you meal prep, but I'm not going to do it for you because I had to do it myself. And that's what part of the journey is, you know? So I just, I started being more vulnerable because I want to say, Hey, you can do it. And you have a big support team behind you with everyone. That's beautiful. And speaking of vulnerability, so we have the self-love vulnerability challenge going on and it's a project that I'm putting together of you taking a photo of yourself or having someone take a photo, right? Of you. Um, and it is going to be exposed to social media outlets, you know, and I'll have it on the, on my social media pages for the self-love effect. But Mandy, you're going to be part of that. And that is a beautiful testimony because it's so hard to be vulnerable. It is takes so much courage. You know, it takes more courage to whether, you know, like you said, when you took your photos and you post them online, you and your chonies, you know, the same way for me, um, me and my stretch marks, it's still something that's very vulnerable because they're mine and when I work out, I can wear the high-waisted pants and kudos to high-waisted pants because hell yeah, they make me feel sexy. But at the same time, my stretch marks are still there. My loose skin is still there. But anyway, the vulnerability challenge, like I feel like there's so many more people we can impact and we're, we're doing it together. But for you, when you told me you walked in and you said you're doing it, like I was just like, oh my gosh. Like that, that's going to be such a beautiful testimony because none of us should be, we should wear the damn sports bra, the damn shorts, the underwear, the, the chonies and the sport, you know, the bra, whatever we feel comfortable in, but we should do it with such fierceness, like as a lioness and be super proud. Like I worked hard and I, I might not look like what society says I should look like on this magazine cover, but I sure as hell I'm doing it for me. And that's what matters. And like yes. you said earlier, you're doing it for you. You are your own advocate. You are the reason why you're a survivor. You're surviving this and you're going to get through this. And 
you're defeating the odds. I love that mantra you have, by the way. I'm just like over here. Keep I keep staring at it, but defeating the odds. But you are, and it's I. You know, I want you. I'm encouraging you guys, and I want you to encourage them too, since you're here with me. But in, to encourage whoever is listening to send a photo. You know, we have the ability to change lives. The ability, and I had one of my um, mom friends who I met through street parking. And she's an older individual and she looks so good. Like she, she's such an, she just posted a photo of herself in like, um, she normally has a whole bunch of jackets and zip ups on. Cause I'm assuming where she lives, it's kind of chilly and cold, but she has abs and everybody's like, oh my gosh. But it's like, she was talking about, we have the ability to start a revolution and it's, and, and the term revolution was like, Oh my gosh. And she's like, you're starting a revolution. I was like, like I'm, I'm starting the, okay. Like, um, but really it take and, and again, the revolution starts, you know, and it's this domino effect. And if we can all just support one another and not stereotype, and that's why the whole mom bot, like, whether you're a mom or not, like you don't have to have stretch marks to be a mom. You don't have to have loose skin. Like all bodies are beautiful. Right. But with the mom bod in particular, that's, I feel like we we're constantly stereotyping it too. Um, it has to look like this, this, but if we could just come together and stop any type of stereotype and all bodies are beautiful. And I'm, and that's another thing is like with the whole body positivity. And I talked about a little bit last week, but I'm not, first of all, I don't like the word influencer. I don't like, I'm sorry to whoever's listening, but I don't like that word. I don't like that term. So I'm a self-love advocate. I advocate for also body positivity, but I feel sometimes that's, um, taken and kind of skewed in like people's own perception, like in a way. And they're like, oh, well, you're advocate, you're promoting unhealthy, unhealthy habits or, you know, lifestyle. And it's like, no, I'm advocating for it all, you know, your shape in your mind of your body is what's important. Yeah. The outside comes like change will occur when you're implementing healthy habits. But my thing is like the shape that matters the most is the shape of your mind. And if your mind is not connected to your body in a loving and positive light, then you're never going to love yourself. So, I mean, um, you know, the, if we just have, we all have the power to help each other. I really, really feel within my heart that your story has the ability to change lives, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram <laughs> or real life. Like I cannot wait personally for your photo because that's going to mean so much to me. Cause I really feel like that takes courage. Like it, like when you say you're going to be on your bra, I was like, what? Like, girl. <laughs> I was like, I worked for this 325 pound body. Yeah. And I, 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 we, you know, so, you know, Mandy's sitting right here and she's constantly smiling, but like I said, if you are struggling and you can relate to her, you can relate to the nicknames and name calling and also putting yourself down. So, you know, others, you kind of beat them to the punch, like know that you're not alone. You're not the only one that does it. And right there. And then if you're listening, now is the time to stop. You know, there's, you're only given so, so many days. We don't know when it's going to be taken from us. You know, life's last year, again, if it taught us anything is that life is short, like regardless of what happened, like life is always so short. Um, 
you know, some of us outlive our parents, others don't like, we just have to, you know, count every day as a blessing. Um, but I wanted to go over the street, the, the self, I wanted to go over the self love effect club rules for a second. Cause that would be the quote, but Mandy, if you have anything else, you could tell our listeners, anything else that you want to put out there, please. Like the mic's all yours. My, my biggest thing is just don't give up on yourself. Just don't give up. Just keep fighting the good fight. Like I said, I'm, I'm blessed to have my husband who's a thousand percent my personal motivator, but I needed to learn. I needed to learn to tell myself you're beautiful. You're working hard. You're, you're doing a great job. And then plus, of course, you know, you're badass. So <laughs> just that. believe in yourself, really just believe in yourself. Start telling yourself in the mirror, like, um, Des's rule, her mirror rule, start telling yourself in the mirror, you're going to laugh a few times when you're doing it. But now I'm even brushing my teeth and wiggling my booty in the mirror. And it really like built, built my self-esteem. It's crazy to say, but it really did. I'm brushing teeth and, you know, singing along and just believe in yourself and have fun while you're doing it. Or she'll come and find you. I promise. (laughs) 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 Um, so a self-love club effect. I feel like we're extending this name, the self-love club, but the rules. All right, guys. So this is the quote because I want you guys to be so invested in your self-love journey because this is really for you. It's you, your, and you don't ever forget that your story is no less, you know, than somebody else's. It's just as important. It has significance you sharing it, you being vulnerable, you being courageous takes a lot more. It's going to move mountains. Okay. So the rules are first rule, you must always show yourself respect, love, forgiveness, and understanding forgiveness being a very big one. Okay. Cause I feel like when you cannot forgive yourself, you're going to weigh yourself down for years and years and years to come. You must show up each, you must show each other respect, love, forgiveness, and understanding. So that's other people too. You have to be able to love others. You have to forgive others because a lot of time, you know, or understand, I feel sometimes we get so caught up in the moment and, you know, always like we think someone's attacking us or we don't forgive someone when in reality, when you don't forgive that other person, you're only crippling yourself because you're holding on to it. You're holding on to all that anger. And last but not least, you must be kind to your body and you must take care of your mental health. Okay, we talk about this a lot and I say a lot of quotes, but honestly, our mental health is the most important. If you cannot learn to love yourself internally, externally will never meet the criteria. It will never meet the limits. You will you can hit the goal weight. And if you don't love yourself internally, guess what? Nothing is going to change. You're going to be at the same state you started. So just keep that in mind. Our our Mine is our most powerful tool and we have to be so rooted and committed into our value and worth that I promise you that it's going to make a difference. Okay. You're going to show up in a different light and you're just going to believe in yourself in a way that you never thought could exist in this lifetime. So 
without further ado, thank you, Mandy, so much for joining me today on this podcast, on this episode, and just, you know, shedding light into, you know, your weaknesses and now your strengths and your small victories, which are huge victories. But I am so honored to have you. You truly are such an inspiration to me. Um, to I know for a fact for everyone in that gym, but you, there's no limit. You are a shining example of, you know what? Even if you have the hardest obstacle in front of you, I promise you get through it if you just believe in yourself. If you just kick back just a little bit, breathe, and just remind yourself that you're a badass. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me too. All right, guys. Well, that's it for episode four of the Self-Love Effect podcast. And again, I just wanted to run through and give you guys some codes. Also, for those of you listening, there will be a code for the Self-Love Effect shop. And you will be able to find that um, in the shop. And I'll give you guys more details on next week's episode because we're going to kind of hide it. And it'll be a special code for our listeners. So for the best grips in the world and keep, please, I promise you, I'm not lying when I say this, they have helped my calluses. I haven't ripped in months. So head on over to Wad and Done and get yourself a pair of these awesome grips. You could save at checkout using Treasures 10. I promise you they are a game changer. I could do butterflies. I can hold the barbell longer. I don't blister. I don't tear. Um, get yourself a pair of Wad and Duns. And next, coming at you with one of the best apparel companies on this planet. They are so humanitarian, constantly doing stuff for the communities. They gave back so much during um, last year with gyms and giving back to um, just communities all around the United States. And right now I know they're shining light on all our heroes, you know, nurses um, in particular who have gone the distance with doing so much work in the last year and sacrificing so much in their health as well. But Head on over to Born Primitive and make sure you save out checkout using Fit Mama 10. And then I wanted to end with again Brute Force Sandbags. You guys, I love this community more than you know. Um, they're just, we, what they do is so much more than I could expect. They're just so uplifting and I appreciate them so much. Every single person in that community just is always uplifting each other. And so a shout out to Brute Force Sandbags. If you guys are looking to throw something around and just adding a little different technique to your workouts, I'm telling you it's killer. Get a sandbag, invest in one, head over to bruteforce.com and get yourself a sandbag. So join me next week for episode five of the Self-Love Effect podcast. And again, thank you for your love and support. Any questions or concerns, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me at Desiree at selfloveeffect.com. You can reach me on Instagram um, at Lincoln's Treasures. Also, you can head over to the selfloveeffect.com. That's our shop. Um, We do have new apparel and we do still have tie-dye and camo in stock. And lastly, before I close out this show, Please, please, please give a huge, 
huge follow and support uh, to Mandy. So you can follow her at, you can follow her at Mandy. So that's M-A-N-D-Y-Z underscore winning because she is winning. She's winning the game of life. And then you can find this wonderful, awesome, badass woman sitting right next to me on TikTok. All right, guys. She even puts her TikToks, her workout videos, and she like matches the songs. It's pretty legit. So you guys have to follow her. It's awesome. You can follow her at, at Ma Bear. What is this? Seven? Seven five. Seven five. So Ma Bear. M-A Bear seven five. All right, guys. So give her a follow. You know, in order to change this world, we need to be willing to come together because that's when change is created when we it's like starting a revolution. I love that word, but um, we're in this together and we have the potential to change each other's lives in the most amazing way that we could ever think of. So again, thank you for you guys' love and support. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and share. Please share. You don't know whose life that you could be changing at this exact moment. So thank you guys. I love you guys. I will talk to you next week. Bye.